Well, good evening. Hope you are all doing well. Thank you very much for tuning in this evening. As always, it's much appreciated, but I can't do it on my own. I've always got that gruesome twosome alongside me. Good evening, Matthew. Good evening, Buna. How are you both doing this evening? Good evening. How is everybody? Evening, everyone. How excited are we all, by the way, for this stream? Oh, yeah. I've never seen it like this, to be honest, and I've never seen the amount of actual questions coming in for anyone that's coming in. So let's not <laughs> hold back, people. We will get the man, the legend that you're all here to hear from. He will be diving into an absolute ton of questions that we've received over the past week since it was announced by Buna. So let's get him in, shall we? So Go on. Let's do it. So this evening... It's a very special guest, and I honestly don't even know where to start. He's a weekly co-host on the FPL Wire, and he has a stellar FPL history, which includes three top 200s, two top 100s. He's only went and finished first place in India twice. When you look at India's population as something like 1.38 billion and equates to about 21 UKs, the guy is an absolute beast when it comes to FPL, hence why we are all here. He's a pro pundit for the Fantasy Football Scout, and he's also highly ranked in that Scout Hall of Fame. This season, however, he has taken a totally different approach to his FPL season, and he's given all of us a 2.5 million rank lead of a head start. Some prefer being an early riser. This guy, however, prefers the after hours, Please welcome into the studio this afternoon, the one and only, Late Riser. How are you, young man? You alright? Doing good, Lama. That's probably the best introduction I've ever received. Like, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. Um, yeah. I think first and foremost, we just have to say thank you very much because we appreciate the time difference and the fact that you are up very late. So I hope you've got a glass in hand and raring to go because we've got an absolute lot of questions to get through with you for the next hour or so. So yeah, I've got my drink ready, ready to ready to chat with you guys. Good stuff, <laughs> good stuff. We'll yeah. start where we always start then, I think. Uh, so for those that, I don't know, if they live under a rock or something like that, who is Late Riser? What are you up to outside of Twitter and all things FPL? Let's get to know you as a person. Um, so generally, I, I've got... Uh... A couple of businesses i work uh, i have a retail store where i deal in sort of bathroom fittings and sanity wear and tires basically you come to me when you require when you're making a new house or you require renovation anything of that sort i also uh, about four years ago started a company which developed mobile apps that's actually one of the reasons i took a year off from fpl because when it comes to fpl i like to go all in because we're so obsessed with all of this so so and then i was working like 16 hour days at that time, so it didn't make sense to do FPL. I, I can't do it as a casual. So, <laughs> took a year off. Best thing ever. Ah, okay, yeah, just to kind of get yeah. yourself away from yeah. from all the mess that's there. How long? So, yeah. so with regards to Twitter and stuff like that, how long have you actually been involved in it? Again, just for those that may not know. Uh, how long have I been involved in FPL? In FPL, but Twitter as well, because I know that you're popular in the old Twitter sphere with the amount of followers you have. Last season was my first season, full season with Twitter. Okay, I joined okay. just a little bit before the start of last season, and yeah, that's 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 what happened. <laughs> no problem. Been playing, I've been playing FPL for more than a decade. Been playing fantasy football for 15, 16 years. 
it's been a long time. <laughs> so you're a, so you are a veteran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I say that, I say that. But I, I discovered, uh, I mean, I discovered how to do FPL seriously. I discovered the scout around 2012, 2013, okay. which was sort of a cheat code at the time. I mean, uh, that taught you how to play the game. So yeah. yeah, that's when that happened, and that's when I really got into it. Nice. And now you're here to teach all of us. <laughs> There's no <laughs> teaching. I think. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I think what I like about the community and what I like about FPL in general is this this sort of this is what we're doing right we're four guys chatting FPL and you're sort of having a conversation and then that conversation leads to theories and teaching each other that's how I see FPL I mean the all the theories that I have in my head about the game etc have been uh, developed through spending a lot of time on the boards of FFS back in 2012-2013, talking to like-minded people and trying to figure the game out. It's just become a lot bigger right now, but yeah. that's that's it. There's no cheat code. I mean, Mark, uh, with his articles, laid the basis, laid the foundation of how, do, how you crack this game. But uh, I think it's the community that uh, helps us crack the yeah, game. Definitely, definitely. Matt, Buna, do you want to dive into some questions? Uh, do you mean go first, Buna? Because I know you've got a hat for yourself. Yeah, go for it, mate. <laughs> the main one I really know is like a bit like Lama said. If you don't live, if you live under a rock, obviously your uh, play style is very maverick. So my only, my main question really is: Have you always been that way, or have it has it been like a last six seven years kind of thing? Because obviously no, you've been uh, in the space fifteen. Always, always been that way. Uh, that's why. Uh... You know, uh, I feel like the way I play is very polarizing. My op opinions are generally not very popular because I like betting against the grain. Because I think that gives you the best chance of winning. That gives you the best chance of reaching those incredibly high heights that you really want to playing FPL. And it's also the rush that uh, a differential coming through and scoring a brace or a hat trick gives you that. That's 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 the essence of FPL for me. And I I don't want to change the way I play. I think I get the most rush, I get the most happiness playing the yeah. game that way. And that's it, and that's what, that's what we've said to our viewers, and that's what Buna and I will tweet kind of on a regular basis, that as our good friend on the show, G Wiz, would say, it's hashtag play your own game. And for me, that's what it is. It is a game, and you want to enjoy mm -hmm. it. So why be like sheep and follow all the kind of, in brackets, normal moves? Let's be a bit more maverick and kind of, you know, that way if you do finish high and you're the best man to speak to having won it twice in, or, you know, over in India and highly ranked overall, you know, if you follow the if you follow the Twitter sphere, so to speak, then you're not going to climb any ranks. Whereas if you play it more maverick, as you clearly do, then you're in with a shout. No, I, I don't think uh, there is one right way uh, to... Uh play this game and right when I started writing for the scout the first article I wrote for them was about finding your identity as an FPL manager now if if let's say if I don't have a popular option as a captain uh, do you as a person have the temperament to just say okay fair enough I, I didn't have player X who scored a hat-trick and he's captain and 40% of the world owns him uh, and I chase the upside. Now, as a person, if you can temperamentally handle that, fair enough. Play that way. But if 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 that isn't for you, you need to identify the kind of manager you are and just play the game. If you if you like playing the percentages, if you like my co-host uh, 
on uh, the FPL bar so far. He's, he's I call him a grafter because he, <laughs> he the thing with him is he doesn't make many wrong moves. Uh, so he's always steadily climbing, 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 climbing the table. So you need to find your identity in terms of how you like to play this game. And uh, if you can, so, so, so being Maverick, right? The thing that comes with it is the weeks that are good, you, you're going to have really good weeks. You're going to have uh, weeks in which your game week rank is going to be in the top 5k. And that's going to be leading to a huge, huge, huge green arrow. But when when it's going bad, when you're betting against the template, you're going to have 5 million gimmick ranks as well now. If you're able to handle that, do it. But just know that the flip side exists. Yeah, exactly. No, well put. Buna? Honestly, I don't, I don't really know where to start um, with the questions <laughs> yeah. that we've got. Firstly, how, I just how, how about Shane Long, Buna? <laughs> well, you read my mind. You read my mind. When are we? When are we doing it? When are we reuniting Shane Long into our teams? What's your thought? I think I, I think we need to find a new Shane Long this season because with Jay Adams playing, I I don't think uh, he's going to be starting for the Saints anytime soon. Danny uh, Belbet, yeah, that's your new Shane Long. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually considering him this week. Funny you mentioned that. Oh, see. Oh God. Oh see, God. Bruno? Don't don't do this to me. But anyway, can I just say, Franil? Um, I think, you know, I've I've made it no secret that, um you know, you're an inspiration to me and many other FPL managers. And what I really want to understand is the season you're having so far this year is um, your, your start to the season has, hasn't been as great as previous seasons. And with your team now being in the public eye as much as it is, how, how are you kind of dealing with that? How are you finding that? And um, yeah, let's answer that first and then I'll go on to the next question. Um, it was in the public eye last season as well, and uh, you know that's that's actually a question a lot of people have asked me in terms of has has being in the public eye led to the start that you've had, and I honestly don't think so. Maybe a couple of moves are something that I might have made uh, not normally, but it's just the way I play the game. The way I play the game is very 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 polarizing. So so the goods are the good is really good and the bad is really bad. I don't. I mean, I was riding for the scout last season uh mm. the sort of popularity on twitter was there before restart and i had a great end to the season uh so i, I don't really think that's affected me because back then as well i was making these risky moves and they worked in my favor and no one was really asking me these questions back then so it's just it's just the way i played the skin I, i've actually looked back and wondered uh, what has gone wrong this yes. uh, season and why the bad starters happened i i think the prime reason is a uh, city's form I think that's very strongly correlated to the uh, start that I've had because I, I like betting on City a lot and I was pretty confident that they'd have a good start and uh, that actually hasn't worked out. So I think that's the reason for the bad start. Absolutely fine and I completely agree with that. Uh, the second question was, what are you drinking? I am drinking some nice scotch from Johnny Walker. Oh. Oh, he's only he's only into the finest stuff as a young man. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a couple of more questions here, and then we'll dive into the ones that we've had from our audience and uh, viewers that interact with Buna and I over on Twitter. So the first thing would be: uh, if you were head of FPL Towers, what would you change to FPL, and why? I'm actually one of the few people that is really happy with the. Way the game is working right now. Uh, I don't want this to become a game where you're looking and cheering a tackle that N'Golo Kante is making and you're thinking, yay, one more bonus point. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm watching the game for the goals and the assists. 
and uh, i think it works because it's so simple uh, if you really want to play more complex games there there are a few games that exist which are slightly more complex that are there for the slightly more engaged people the reason this works is because it's so simple yeah. uh, because you need to log on once a week make a change and that's that's it that's it that's yeah. I, i wouldn't change much about the game yeah maybe the chips uh, but generally i'm happy with how it's going on no nope, that's smashing and then just from us or from myself i should say i'll finish off with a question that we ask every single person that comes on our podcast so what you have to do here is put yourself in this situation and then give me your honest answer so it's the final seconds of a champions league final you're through one on one with the goalkeeper you're just about to lace your boots through the ball when out the corner of your eye you see your teammate now you know that if you pass to him he's surely not going to miss because he's got an open goal however mr late riser it's you that's got the ball at your feet so what are you doing with it are you smashing it or are you passing it I'm passing it 100%. Hey. Oh, I know you were telling me about that. Absolutely 100% passing it. I thought you'd smash it. <laughs> what? No, no. no, this is not aligned with your FPL playing style. Been <laughs> <laughs> had a 10 pound bet on with Matt and I last night that you were going to smash it all day long. So thank you very much for that. It was an easy one for us too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I generally play uh, in midfield or as right back when I play the game as well. So used to playing the passing game. Okay, okay. No, that's smashing. So, yeah. just for those that are in the chat again, thank you very much for tuning in this evening alongside uh, the man, the myth, the legend that is Late Riser. You joining us in the chat is what keeps us going. So, thank you very much for that. We're going to have Matthew here. He is well. We say it's match chat, so he'll be monitoring the chat that's through there and answering or asking, sorry, Late Riser, the questions from the chat. Meanwhile, what Buna and I'll do is try and try and work our way through the wealth that came in via Twitter. So go over to yourself, Buna, if you want to just start us off with some of the Twitter questions, please. Yeah. So um, was this a question that I was asked? I'm pretty sure it was a question that was asked. I'm just trying to see who had asked it. But as you can imagine, um, Pranil, a lot of people are now unsure if they don't own Salah whether they should bring Salah in. Um, Someone actually asked. I'm trying to find the name just so I can quote them. But let me just ask you the question. So they mentioned that you were considering doing Sterling to Salah this week. I'm, I presume you've not done it just yet, and I just wanted to see whether his minutes last night have changed your thinking and whether you're thinking to go elsewhere. I was unsure for about two minutes, but he's coming in. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think he's coming, and he has to come in uh, with with Salah, right? And uh, the thing with him is, he's always just a naturally very fit player, and you're not getting him for just Fulham, right? You're getting him for Fulham, Spurs, Palace, West Brom, Newcastle, Saints, and he is probably in the top three, if not the best FPL asset in the game right now. And I, I made that mistake game week one betting against him. Uh, that cost me. That's one of the reasons why. Uh, I haven't started too well and not making that mistake again. That one there. Thank you very much for that. That one there Buna came from Rohit Vigas from your WhatsApp group and he was basically okay. just saying that on your podcast which I heard as well obviously this was that you were uh, bringing him in for Sterling and that did you still plan to do that uh, despite Salah playing 90 minutes. But you've answered it. So thank you very much for that. 
And yeah, um, yeah. just 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 tying up with that question from Anderson FPL in the live chat: Is it worth a captain risk? Still, I imagine if you're bringing him, you're slapping that armband straight on. Yep, got to buy the ticket if you want to win the lottery. Salah's playing for them. <laughs> That's a great way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. So Lord Salahan, uh, now Saladin, sorry, um, basically starts off his question with: How do you delete your FPL account? Essentially, I think basically what he's saying there is, what advice have you got to those that are struggling and feeling a bit rubbish about their start to the FPL season? Uh, I actually, uh, I was talking to FPL Reser on Twitter. He's a, a pretty decent contributor on Twitter. And what he's done is, just because that used to affect him so much, and he doesn't really want to get affected by that, he's not going to be checking his overall, overall rank until game week 30. I found that quite fascinating because he doesn't want ownership and rank and all of that to dictate the way he plays. He just wants to, uh, you know, make good decisions week on week. And that's already really all that you can do. That's really all that's there in your control. And that's that's what I'd like to tell the people who are struggling. I mean, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm still doing a shitload of content on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. myself out there. Every time I have a bad week, I'm on there tweeting about it the first thing. Because literally... This game, I mean, what happens on Saturday and Sunday isn't in your control. What happens between a Monday and Friday is in your control. And what really needs to happen is you making a decent decision week on week. And then don't worry about where you're going to land rank-wise game week 38. Just focus on making that good decision the next week and then see what happens game week 38. Don't overthink this. Just play the game for what it is. Yeah, no, I think that's a really, really, really strong and good way of looking at it um, to try and just take that OR rank out of the equation to begin with because you're totally right with what you're saying and you see it especially on Twitter, a lot of people deleting their accounts or you don't hear from them for weeks on end and it's a shame because we're all here to play a game that's to do with the game that we actually love which is football so let's just enjoy it and treat it as such Uh, and it's just a shame to see so many people get disheartened by it. Exactly. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I actually like what uh, Puna does on Twitter as well, you know, because he's playing for what it is. It's a game. Yes. So the, the the entire inject banter and all that, people seem to get offended by it. I mean, he's just having some fun with the game. That's 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 all that's that's about it. And just take it for what it is. Don't take it too seriously. Exactly. No, I just want to say thank you very much to another couple of subscribers. It's much appreciated if you are enjoying it. Please subscribe. It's it's much appreciated. Buna, Matt, what else is happening in the chat or questions over uh, on the Twitter sphere? Yeah, in the chat we got Sophie with a very good FPL related question. What is your favourite Indian food, Ella? Oh, favourite Indian food. Uh, so I, I probably say Maharashtrian food, Saputanavara. I don't think you guys have heard of it, but out of the more popular things uh, that you guys are viewers from UK might probably know about, Pau Bhaji. It's a favourite, and uh, dal makhani is a favourite. Is that pao bhaji? Yeah, love pao bhaji, love dal ah. makhani. Where I am in Bombay, it's 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 the ultimate street food. You get great ah. pao bhaji in Bombay. Can relate. Also, I can absolutely relate. We've also got a good one here for Sashian. With the whole Salah home versus Mane away form, would you consider bringing in Mane for this Fulham game and then switch to Salah the game week after? Mane stats are still good. What, 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 is, what, before what, you answer this, before you answer this, I, you know when I asked you about are you still going Salah? I'm not going to lie, I expected you to potentially be considering Mane. Has that come into your thoughts at all? Sorry. No, not this season. The price difference really? is 0.3 and Salah's on penalties. So, this season... And, and Mane hasn't really done much to uh, 
tell us this season in terms of even yeah. underlyings that he's going to be able to come close to more as an asset mm-hmm. so uh, once it changes i'll look at it once the underlyings point towards that i'll do it but salas the better asset at the moment i'm convinced about that perfecto perfecto eh now my pronunciations are all over the place so i do apologize this but one that's come in from the old twitter sphere is from Karthik Ari Devil is Werner and Brewster to Ings and Bamford for a minus four a good move he's just lost faith in Werner and then he also doubles that up by asking DCL over Danny Ings what's your thoughts <laughs> Werner and Brewster to Ings and Bamford I like that if he's having Brewster as his seventh attacker and not his eighth attacker so brewster is a perma play maybe i like that cuz he's getting a massive upgrade in one position but if 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 brewster is his eighth attacker uh then i'm not so sure about that and especially this week cuz i fancy werner uh yeah it's easy to go on tilt when you watch werner and uh, mm. you know see that he's missing these chances but it's actually a great thing for fpl that he's getting so many chances that's the part that's sustainable uh him finishing 6 out of 6 big chances isn't the sustainable bit him getting good chances cons- consistently is the sustainable bit so what's happening right now is him getting one goal or one assist is a bad week for an for a owner owner the halls around the corner yeah in keep in keeping with this conversation about chelsea then uh we had a question from one of our fellow moderators davp and his question was would you move on dcl for jeru and i'd like to hear not just the answer to that but your thoughts on jeru generally that someone that you would advise people to consider or is he not for you with uh, not for you due to his rotation risk yeah not not in the congested christmas schedule if, if, if chelsea were playing once every week maybe worth a shot because you'd assume that he's uh, made his way above tammy in the pecking order uh, but not when they're playing every alternate game i expect jirut to play every alternate game so not not in december okay nasu 777 goes straight into the jugular by the way here lr he says when are you planning on getting in aguero <laughs> <laughs> we had a few of them <laughs> i've always got my eye on aguero trust me uh, whenever uh, so there's a few journalists on twitter etc who are closely associated to aguero i'm always looking for news and I'm always looking for hints in terms of whether uh, he's uh, fully fit anytime soon I, i don't quite get the inkling that he's fully fit mm-hmm. uh, let's see what happens uh, before the game against west brom i think a lot of people might be tempted to get him for that west brom home game but uh, i'm quite not convinced he's fully fit yet especially with uh, pep mentioning so i'm i'm, I'm hoping that uh, Pep continues to give him 20 30 20 30 odd minutes and there will be a time for Aguero this season there will 100% be a time for Aguero this season but uh, I'm not there just yet yeah just keep an eye on him for now yeah yeah, cool. yeah. no that's fine good 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 thank you very much we got a question for we got a question from Laz in the chat on the FPL wire you picked Pulisic as a differential after Frank's comments would you still recommend Pulisic this season uh season yeah i think season's a long time so yeah mm. you got to uh, take him on some time but uh, yeah that does put me off uh, a little bit but when it comes to police you're paying 8.2 right i don't think it's it's a hefty price for somebody who i see if fit he sees he's in the same uh, conversation as a son or a bruno in terms of how good an asset is in terms of getting points per 90 uh 
so so and and I like the fact that Yesh and uh, uh, Hudson Odai are injured at the moment. So people are worrying about Pulisic being injured. Let him play. If he gets injured, you you can sell him. Not like you're playing a draft and you're stuck with him for the season. You do have transfers. So I, I think the risk risk reward uh, when it comes to Pulisic is slightly more towards uh, the reward. I think the risk isn't that great compared to the reward which which you which you'd expect when it comes to Pulisic. Interesting. Um, I've got a question actually, not from the the list of questions that we've got that just come to mind. Um, given the season that you're having at the moment, what's your standpoint at the moment? Does it stay the same when, with regards to differential picks? Are you still looking to find those differentials that can help you get that edge, or are you still looking to play, you know, your regular game? Uh, playing my regular game. I, I, I'm not somebody who's always going for differentials all the time. It's, it's about okay. fi- finding the right time to go for a differential. Like if I was going for a differential all the time, right now, money would be in my thinking about Salah. But you just try to uh, find. Uh, Spots which uh, the community or generally the fantasy world hasn't caught onto. I, I think Werner is a blind spot like that when it comes to FPL managers. I think a lot of people are thinking that Timo is a poor asset, missing a lot of big chances. But I think the smart managers, the smart managers are realizing that's actually a good thing that he's getting so many good chances. So things like that. I mean, I don't really look at ownership. I don't really look at differentials. The only time when a differential comes into my thinking or when ownership comes into my thinking is when it's a 60-40 call uh, between two captains. I like going for the lower owned captain because I think the upside is there is more there in terms of the gains you can make and you have insurance against the heavily owned captain. Mm. There's a question in here that we got from FPL Tipster, which kind of links in, I suppose, to what you were just talking about now there. Have you figured out why the second half of your season is always better than the first half? If you just replicated that all year round, you'd win it, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually had a nice chat with uh, FPL Salah Abdul, who came on over to our podcast last week. And I think I might follow a little bit of what he said uh, next season, because I generally always tend to have poor starts uh, when it comes to FPL. And that's because by nature, I like to take gambles. By nature, I like to take risks. By nature, I like betting against the template. But uh, it's it's, it's not as predictable at the start of the season because you don't really know who's in form and all of that, right? So I feel like going for the safer picks at the start of the season making sure in and around the top 400, 500k, in the top 1 million, uh, around game week 10 might be a better play than trying to go for the jugular right from game week 1. I'm yeah. saying that now, come game week 1 next season, I don't know if I'll be able to <laughs> yeah. control the inner percent. You know, you always want to go for it. No, that's it. Yeah, that's it, exactly. And then Pundit in Purgatory, I don't know, Buna, you'll be able to pronounce his actual name a lot better than myself. He, he just wants to know straight up, what kind of whiskey tumbler glass were you drinking in on your podcast during the week? And be honest, I think you were a little bo- bit more than tipsy. So that's the first <laughs> uh, question. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was my third drink for that podcast. <laughs> I don't mind it. It's not the first time I've uh, uh, actually been having a few on the pod. <laughs> Quite. I, I think my word, the worst, I've not had a drink on the pod for only one. Uh, episode and that was the episode I pronounced Van Dyke as Van Jik. 
So I, I think getting a couple of drinks, uh, I think having a couple of drinks yeah. on the podcast works in my favor. Don't don't worry about pronouncing things. I'm all over the shop with regards to that. And then Matt on last Sunday, a couple of Sundays ago, thought that the Liverpool manager was Julian Klopp, and that was without a drink. <laughs> so well, well, that was a um, Riser, you'll, you'll remember that um, that goal that Liverpool scored, that good goal. Can you remember that player's name, that midfielder? who might be going to Barcelona. You know who I'm talking about. Don't say his name, right? Who Barcelona were in talks with, who scored yeah. a good goal this weekend, just gone. Lama, how do you yeah. pronounce his name? I'm going to foot your arse after this podcast, Buna. <laughs> What's his name? You're, you're meaning <laughs> Wonderweldum. Wonder <laughs> <laughs> pronunciation. <laughs> Wonderweldum. So the second yes, Lama, Lama has a knack for uh, pronunciations. The Chelsea, the ex Chelsea right back and the goalkeeper were his favourites too. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, thanks for letting everyone know that, and I'm sure we'll have some fun with that uh, at another time. Yeah, I see a well, few people in the chat right now. Yeah, definitely. They all know. Yeah. They know. Uh, the yeah. second part, the second part though, to his question was, what do you think of? And here you go. Is it Rafina for the next three to four game weeks? Great player, good pick. I like him. Ah, good. Oh, nice. Well, there you go. Pundit in Purgatory. Rafina is a good choice for the next three to four mm. game weeks. But no, got got five point four, not much to lose at that price. Yeah, that's mm. why I went well back, thinking the same at five point five. Not really much to lose with that. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ask your guys' uh, opinion in terms of. I got two routes to Mo Salah at the moment. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about that later in terms of what you guys fancy. Okay, okay. Sure. Let's do that. Awesome. So moving on to a question from Benji, another uh, that FPL Lounge regular. He asks, is there a case that having four premium players being Kane, Salah, Bruno and KDB or Sterling, could that be a valid strategy going into the Christmas period with all having decent fixtures or he says being fixture proof? I don't think anyone necessarily is fixture proof, but what are your thoughts on that? Sure, if you think that's the case, but I bet your thinking changes in two or three game weeks because the fantasy landscape generally changes every two game weeks. So, you know, what's what's gold now is not going to be so attractive two weeks down the line. But yeah, it seems like a good plan as long as you're not compromising too much in a team, as long as you have the right value players. Why not? Brilliant. Mm. Thank you. We have a couple of what's... questions in the chat. Yeah. Uh, and they're. Pretty much, a load of them are to do with hits, really. So we'll try and sum it up. They're pretty much asking you, LR, how many hits are you taking this season? And then Potato Man has asked, why are FPL managers so adverse about taking hits? So we're doing all one. I mean, generally, uh, I do, I, I think, about 8 to 12 hits every season. I think I'm, I've had three hits so far. I'm not against hits because uh, it's, it's one of my things in terms of uh, chasing the ideal captaincy option week on week. And I like bringing the ideal captaincy option into my team for that week because the upside I've always mentioned is 20, 30, 40 points if you hit it. That's also one of the reasons why I think I've not had a great start because I don't think that strategy quite works uh, this season because uh, there are a lot more players that are good in the game and who are pretty consistent. So while earlier you were betting against two to five points for somebody who you're betting against, this time you're the person you're selling is probably odds on to get 10 points anyway. Uh, so I don't know if the hokey, hokey upside chasing, big hitter switching strategy is working so far. I mean, maybe uh, if, one, if, if a few of the big hitters lose form, that's when I'll try making ground because 
I don't know if it's going to sustain throughout the season. I feel like, uh, especially in the second half of the season, the minutes that these teams are playing uh, is going to come into play and there are going to be a few tired players who have been overplayed. Yeah. I think the fantasy plot current, it's Aaron that's in. Good evening, Nate, pal. Hope you're doing well. Says you're in the right place if you like a stream that takes hits. And it is true what he's saying. Buna and I are pretty much like the hit factory sitting over here. Um, yeah, but 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 Plonker in his own right has taken a what minus sixteen this week. Minus twelve, I think it is. Minus twelve, minus sixteen. What's the difference? He's lost his head more than Arsenal did against Spurs. Can I just say? Oh, I was waiting for that one, especially as I just saw Baker in the chat as well. <laughs> We've got one. Yeah, here. That I don't get, like your minus 12s and minus 16s, that's just, so then that's the thing you're doing, you're just playing the game for fun, like, if you're, if you're in it for like, uh, just banter and having fun and having a good score week on week, yeah, yeah, but that's not going to get you very far in terms of the, the overall rank that you're chasing or in your mini league or whatever, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think the way, for example, one of the kind of things that I tried to do this season differently was first of all, for the first ten game, I tried. To, I was. I broke it into three stages. First ten game weeks, chase price rises to try and build up a bit of price, uh, a bit of money in the bank. And that's a Scotsman thing, I suppose. Um, and and not. I, I know you mentioned it earlier on about not really looking at the overall rank. I've kind of set my own goal in my head of where I would like to finish. And if I get there, then I know that it's you know it's all down to me. Um, making taking risks here and there, etc. But that's, as I say, everyone just plays it different. Um, Jack Wardle's got one for you, coming from Twitter Sphere here. He is thinking Jota, Jota and Rich James in for Mitchell and Ziyech for a minus four. What do you think of that one? Good move. Two players who are not playing at the moment coming going out. Two players who are playing at the moment coming in. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, nice easy one, that one. You know, man. Um, just going back to your, your point there, uh, LR, about the minus 12 and minus 16 and that yeah. being just, you know, playing the game for fun. But what what about if, like, for example, myself, I promise you I've not taken this to heart. I, I promise you <laughs> I haven't. But yeah, yeah, I know that. I know that. What if you literally are taking out four or five players, which, you know, they're in terrible form or their fixtures are terrible and the players you're bringing up? Because we've seen people in the past, including myself, that have taken these sorts of hits and these hits bearing in mind they don't need to pay off in the same game week but there have been instances where they've paid off straight away do you yeah. think there is you know it can work uh, it can work if you look at it as sort of a mini wildcard and then you're playing conservatively in the next three four five game weeks to make sure that you're taking advantage of those hits that you've taken three four weeks ago but if it if if, if a minus 12 or minus 16 is followed by a minus four is followed by a minus four th then i see there's a problem with uh, the NFL. That's a fair point. Very yeah. fair point. Yeah. We got Plavak in the chat, which is quite an interesting question. Obviously, we're getting the January TV fixtures. Is it good to start getting them in now or focus week by week? I think wait for the full fixture list. Uh, mm. I mean, let's say, let's say you're waiting. Uh, we know that West Ham have a double game week in 19, if I'm not mistaken. And... Uh, Let's say you want to target 19 uh, for your team and you want to use the free hit in game week 18, which is the blank game week. Uh, and you're removing a player to get a West Ham player. What if the player you're removing also has a really good double in uh, 19? We don't have that information as yet at the moment. So I think it, in this, at this point, uh, 
focus on collecting points that are on offer in the next three or four game weeks, and then worry about the double game week later. Yeah. No. Good job. Enough. What you got? Not the armor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I was going to just uh, hit you with one that we've got from a good friend on the show called John Harris. Um, he is having a tough season. Nothing seems to be working out for him. His overall rank is now three million, and I can already see the violins in the chat starting to start starting to play. I've now, <laughs> I now know that I've got too many differentials in my team, and it's definitely backfired. So, what advice have you got as an expert to someone like me who started poorly and just wants to start climbing the ranks again? He says well, thanks because con- he might have answered his own question in there, but it would be great to get your opinion on it. Thanks. Well, for context, he brought in Jesus this week, Eli, and he captained him. I didn't think it was a bad pick, but over to you. Yeah, I, I got in Jesus as well this week. Uh, so we're pretty much sailing in the same boat. I'm at sitting at 3 million as well. But like I mentioned earlier in this uh, chat that we're having, you need to make a good decision or a couple of good decisions week on week. So focus on removing your bad guys and getting in good picks. That's 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 as much as you can do. And everything else is overthinking. Everything else is not in your control. You're going to be making two or three decisions a week. One's a captaincy decision. Make sure that's a good decision. Make sure you're not gambling with it too much uh, while you're trying to climb the table. If you see a gap, do it. If you're betting against a popular captain, make sure you have uh, insurance in terms of at least owning the popular player so that you're covered in terms of risk there and uh, yeah that that's it that's that's all that you can do uh, at the moment look at the next five six game weeks get the good players and uh, don't always get uh, a differential for the sake of differential if your eye test or your uh, uh, or the underlying numbers are not dictating that yeah interesting so that um that's, that's I, think, a... I think there was one final question mm-hmm from the community and that was from notorious nerd and he asked um how much time does late riser put into fpl planning and is he more eye test or stat uh so in terms of fpl planning in terms of doing my own team uh generally uh i'm watching a couple of games on saturday maybe a game on sunday uh and then uh, watching match of the day on monday and when you're watching match of the day the sort the move sort of because i always when i'm watching match of the day I always have the fixture ticker open in front of me and the move that sort of comes to you while you're watching match of the day and uh, then i sit in pot with soft on tuesdays and let the information uh, frizzle in my head on wednesdays thursdays fridays earlier i mean last season when that instinctive move came to me while watching match of the day or while watching the football on monday i'd make the move then but this season, I'm, I'm, I've got a strict fuck, fuck team value policy. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have, should have been honest when Lamo was talking about the policy that he had for the first 10 game weeks. Yeah, His was yeah, yeah. love team value. Yeah, and I, I'm all for it. I'm all for going for team value in the first half of the season. I understand uh, uh, why people want to do that. But it's just generally how I see the game. For me, if I'm gaining a million and a half, two million... Uh, in team value in the first half of the season uh, I am backing myself to find a player uh, who's going to give me the points for somebody who's costing 2, two million more and that's just one position out of 15 mm. right so, so so you need to find a value pick in one position and you're fine 
That's that's just the way I see the game, especially in this uh, COVID season that we're seeing, because there's just been way too many U-turns midweek. Yeah. Uh, in terms of you know not knowing, and I feel like if you're making a move, and if let's say that person gets injured or that player gets ill, and it leads to a lot of backtracking and you're losing 10, 12, 13, 14 points, which you might not have necessarily made if you're gaining one and a half million in team value and buying a player who's more expensive. No, that's true, but you do realise what you've just started now. That'll be Buna straight away tweeting out "fuck yeah. team value" as a hashtag <laughs> going everywhere. Inject yeah. everywhere. Yeah. You've got the inject emojis. Come on. So just um, all I was going to say, sorry, Buna, just quickly was that a uh, thank you, obviously first and foremost to everyone across the Twitter sphere that got the rake of questions and to ask uh, late riser this evening. It's greatly appreciated. We still know that there's an absolute ton of questions that are coming in the chat. We're aware of time, so we know... We'll just go with yourself, Razor, to be honest with you, you know, for at least, you know, hopefully the next 15, 20 minutes or so is brilliant. Um, if are, are we taking people on air tonight, Buna? Yeah, we can do. If anyone wants to come live on yeah. air, then please jump into the waiting room. I'm going to put the link to the Discord if you're not already in there into the discord and then just like me and llama are speaking to late riser you also if you want to would have the opportunity to come on and ask a question so putting that into the youtube live chat right now yeah. in the meantime uh matt if and that's nice question, i think there's quite a few yeah but there's a nice little plug just in that section we can use that what else can you do when you join the discord if you're having a crap season in january llama oh yeah you can join <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me a second. Uh, He's going to bring it up. Yeah, I'll get it up. That's Do you mean to ask a question while you're bringing it up? Yeah, yeah go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. we got Anderson, FPL, one of our mods, and a close friend of ours in the chat going, Late Riser, how do you stay positive when your moves don't pay off? Uh... I mean, I'm not always positive. That's what you see on Twitter. There are things that are broken on Saturday. There are a few things that are broken on Sunday. But I mean, that tilt, that, that, that tilt lasts for a day. I mean, if you saw the pod this week, I was ranting away. I was salty as fuck talking about how uh, Timo Werner gets like three big chances and misses them. And then Son with his single shot in the game, which had a 0.0 million XG goes in. That's the beauty of this game. That's FPL. Of, of course, I'm not okay with that. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And uh, that stays for a, for a, for a day. Oh, and, then, yeah. and the next day, you've got to focus on uh, making the right decision next week and see what happens. It's the hope that takes you into Gaming 38. Well, that's it. And you've, um, kind of, you've got to keep yourself positive as well. Because like you say, you're effing and blinding and kicking things around the living room. And then that's when minus 12s and minus 16s and like rage quits come into play. So you've kind of got to try and. <laughs> it's hard though, like you say. You're yeah, effing blind. My wife comes up to me. They, have, they have no right to get their calls correct. Yeah. It's, it's just a shot that you're taking. If it hits, it hits. If it doesn't, exactly. Like Not exactly. Hello, there's a, there's a request from Omkar in the chat. I'll just let you read that whilst I ask you a question in the meantime from uh, Waz FPL. don't know if you've seen that in the chat just yet, but I don't know what he's asking. He's, but he's asking something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just he's that. talking about his Masuaku injury, which I'm seeing in the stream chat at the moment. I don't know what his question is. That one, but the, the question from Omgar earlier, about 544. 
He says, late riser, we want to see you putting inject emojis in the chat. <laughs> All right. Uh, I was actually trying to find the inject emoji. Now you go for it. In the meantime, there's a question if you can multitask from Waz FPO, and he asks, should he start Rafinha home to West Ham or Watkins away to Wolves, bearing in mind he owns Bamford? Uh, tough question. Tough that question. Is, that isn't easy, that. <laughs> I was going to say, don't give him an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think uh, Watkins is going to be on penalties anymore. Uh, I think Wolves might revert back to a five at the back. And I feel like uh, West Ham going to a four at the back because now they have Masako injured. So they're not going to play that natural system. So they might be more open than usual. I, I fancy a bit of Rafinha this week. Mm. Cool. While you're digging out some more questions from the chat, what Matthew was referring to was this. So what we've done is got an association alongside Fantasy Football Scout and FPL Merch to introduce to you the LIT Tournament, the Lounge International Tournament. So when people have written into us, Late Riser, and they've said, you know, I've had a bad start to the season, what can I do, all the rest of it, what we decided to do here at that FPL lounge was give everyone a second bite at that FPL cherry. So everyone will start from zero prior to game week 18. Obviously, if you join prior to game week 18, we completely understand. Yes, some people will have all their chips. Other people might have used them all, whatever the case may be. But we're just trying to keep it as fair as possible. But there will only be one winner. And what that one winner will get from us is a year subscription to Fantasy Football Scout. You'll get an FPL merch mug made up for yourself. We'll also send you a trophy scribed with your accolade to boast with. And alongside that, we'll give you a £100 Amazon voucher or whatever currency it is where you stay. And that is just our way of saying, you know, here's to you, here's to our supporters. Enjoy yourself, enjoy it for the game that it is. Here's, here's a wee tournament for you to just give you a second crack at the cherry. So yeah, that's mm. what we were referring to, <laughs> basically. A bit, a bit of a light plug, but yeah, it's a plug. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. So questions from the chat. I don't know if anyone has come into the lounge. I've closed, well, not closed Discord down, obviously, but minimised it. Um, but as Matthew and Buna were saying, if you do want to come on here, speak directly to Late Riser. We've probably got... What we say in LR about what 15 20 minutes, maybe? I'm good, I'm, I'm pretty perfect. Um, uh, yeah, we've got three in the waiting room. Oh, geez. So, we'll try and multitask ourselves here whilst taking questions from the chat because we appreciate you might not all be in a position to come into Discord or like what we're about to do and try and get someone to come on and directly <laughs> chat to Late Riser himself. We got Ari Man, I'm going to drag you in now. Please unmute, but mute the stream so you can just talk to us on here. Coming in now. Arryman, are you there? I just put some respect on his name and, and correct oh, and you say it. It's really going to bug me, but it's hardly a man. I'm sure Late Riser can attest to that. But Arryman, are you there? Hey, guys. <laughs> Hi. How are you, bro? Hey, Arryman, how's it going? Uh, really good. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, how you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, yeah. Hi. So you are here. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> here live alongside Mr. Late Riser himself. We just want to give people like yourself that opportunity to chat to him. So here you go. 
have a wee blether, we'll just sit in the background. Yeah. Hey, Leitizer. Hey, how's it going, Ariman? Any questions? Yeah, really great, but it's kind of hurtful to see you every time at number one in India. <laughs> I know that that's why the field is open this season, right? And I'm sitting far, far away from that number one at the moment. So go for it. No, but still, at the end of game week 38, we'll see you with Ranveer Singh or someone. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's fine. Right. That is, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I, I can assure you, I'm just going to do it for you this season. That's not happening this season. So can, you, can you can you just give some context behind the review sync comment? Because I know what that's about. Late tries about. I think the chat will. No, basically, I I, I joined this Ranveer Singh link, and he's the basically the uh, face of fantasy Premier League and Premier League in India. And uh, whoever finished number one in India last season won that league. Had a chance to watch a game with him. Any game that I want in the Premier League this season. So I'm just waiting for uh, these. Uh, I'm waiting for that virus that we have to end <laughs> and so i can visit the uk and watch a game live. i've never seen a game live. i've been to old trafford but never never seen a game live so yeah so that's what are you planning to go for the uh, tottenham stadium is really 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 nice honestly <laughs> i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i i probably watch a game in london uh, when united is traveling there and then head over to old trafford for a home game yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> thing yeah have you got any further so, yeah. questions to ask harry Oh. I actually wanted to ask about what formation do you reckon this season? Because as we can see, there are too many great attackers. So yeah. a three-five-two is better, or a three-four-three. Three? Both are good formations, I think, because there's enough value uh, in your strikers and the likes of Bamford. Uh, Antonio is going to become an option pretty soon. Uh, DCL, etc. And you've got a lot of good midfielders as well. I think there are more options in midfield at the moment. Uh, than the strike yeah. force, but three four three versus three five two is your pick. But always seven attackers, three defenders. Great. That's how I. And like what it. about the defenders in this? Like uh, two premiums or one premium defender? So what do you think about that? Whatever fits your structure. I feel like there's a lot of good uh, mid-price defenders in the game at the moment. You yeah. know, uh, the likes of uh, Ruben Diaz. There's. Chilwell, who's 6 million, there's uh, Reese James, who's 5 million, who are offering a lot of value. I also think right now is a really good time to jump on a Liverpool defender. I think uh, their fixtures look very clean sheet friendly to me. Fulham, Palace, West Brom, Newcastle. You don't expect these teams to score a lot. I, I do fancy a bit of Robo as well at the moment. I'd say two premiums. Keep two premiums because I don't think the 4.5 are doing too many. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you very much. No, no, yes, no, 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 no. thank you. Thank All you for the joining us, Simon. Really, really, really appreciate it. Um, how's your season going out of interest? So, actually, I am on 1.3 million right now. Okay. And Great. The number one is inside. Started... <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, actually, I've recently started my Twitter account. It is by the name of FPL Hits King. Hits King. And FPL. Yeah. Perfect. I Very even good. messaged you, Buna, if you yes. remember. Yes, I remember. Yeah, sorry. We yeah. will get we will get you hooked up, and uh, yeah, please don't be a stranger. Um, and thank you very much for joining us this evening. And, and you're free to come on in. 
and you thank know you, the, and, the and that's the thing with that FPL lounge the doors are always open so thank you very much for that penguins just posted that we've now reached 400 subs so well done and thank you to all Amazing. you people in the chat brilliant we've only been going uh, what six seven weeks so thank you very much for that. Say, absolutely most fun i've had behind the mic in a long long time so i'm really enjoying this brilliant thank you no, very much for that. The chat that you guys are massively under, under under subscribed and i couldn't agree more Oh, well. <laughs> Cheers for that, mate. Thanks very yeah, much. Thank you, bro. Um, Cat- I, I, we're going we're gonna, to uh, introduce the next person, but we've been trying to figure out for the last year what he's on, and you'll know no, when no, we no, bring wait, him wait, in. Wait, 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 wait. I promised Manav earlier already that he's going to come oh, on tonight. Yes, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna br- yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to bring him on first. Go on, uh, then. And right. then we'll bring on the... Let's see if Late Riser can deal with what's come after that. So, yes, I'm going to bring you on now, Manav. You can unmute his mic. Uh, coming on in three, two, one. Manav, you are live on air with us. If you can unmute your mic, we'll be able to have a conversation with Late Riser. Hello, hello. Hi, hi, hi. How are you doing? You all right? I'm doing. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you guys? Yeah, doing well. Doing. You were looking forward to this. I remember you saying this the other week there. Can I please come on yeah. when Late Riser comes on? So here you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I was pretty excited for this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are sitting next to... Well, listen, let's just pretend here for a second, all right? So you are sitting next to the man himself. Don't be a stranger. He doesn't bite. Ask away whatever's on your mind. United's going to lose. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> you do, you do realise I can eject people for the lounge just as much as get them in it. Wow, is that what you've been watching? Is that you, Zofa? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mate, United, oh, United already lost. The pain was uh, quite a real. Uh, oh, yesterday man. Morning. You know, the only reason I was watching that match was to see Angelino score against you. Yeah, yeah. you're a City fan, I'm guessing, from what I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not really feeling confident about our chances at the weekend as well. So, you you think you guys are in for a shot at the title? I mean, right now it seems like we're only three points away because, like, yeah. we still have a game in hand. Yeah, and, I'm putting uh, I'm putting on the spot, man. Who 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 are the top four? Gaming thirty eight. Oh, nice. Oh, I mean, I I had this plan from the start of the season. I was gonna. I think City might edge back with their signings. Like, I just think they've added a bit more balance in defence with Ake coming in. And Ferran, I, I've, with the things I've heard from him, he, he looked... Obviously, there's a bias there, but I'd say City first, Liverpool second, I'd go Chelsea third, and I think Tottenham coming fourth. Still Tottenham coming fourth. Yeah, nice. Decent prediction there. We need to eject him. Please, someone eject him from the building. <laughs> <laughs> So I know, Manav, you were looking forward to obviously chatting away with the late riser this evening. Um, FPL-wise, is there anything on your mind that uh, late riser can maybe massage for you and make you feel a bit better? Yeah, yeah, okay. So I've I've got this one dilemma. Like, uh, I have had Sterling for like six weeks now. Okay. And and, um, it's like I was waiting for this big haul that he gave me last game week. And uh, would you consider uh, getting a minus four in and getting Mane for this game week and get him back the next game week and captain Mane? So, so what's the transfer you're looking at? Selling Sterling for Mane? Yeah, and then get him back immediately for the West Brom game. 
if you don't have any other fires in your tweet uh, in your team maybe but you seem pretty confident about how your team is going to do this week so why don't you just hold on to sterling but also on a, from a very uh, genuine point of view sterling's to me a very uh, streaky player he's a confidence guy i mean you, you follow city so you know how sterling looks yeah, like the moment he when he's got scored a couple of goals he's going to be on a hot streak that's the instinct i have actually when i'm also thinking about my move i've i've got a free route in terms of selling sterling straight for salah or uh, i can sell jesus and jota and get in webs and salah so that's the dilemma i have as well and i'm i'm i'm, I'm while the sterling move makes more sense on paper i've just got a feeling about sterling where he's got a couple of goals in he's he's a streaky streaky guy he's a confidence player and i thought he looked really good the kick that pep gave him uh, in in his arse uh, before the last <laughs> game it's worked i thought he looked electric. absolutely i mean i think he fucking needed it to be honest yeah, he needed it he needed it there's he's been talking about playing in the sun and he's been flirting with madrid and all of that and pep said you know it's not happening under my guard you want to play you play properly i'm going to drop you otherwise i've got enough options and i think that's worked i mean i mean i think uh, with watching him play against uh, marseille last game week i think he was in the worst player i think he played pretty decent he looked sharp which are, which is the only thing i was looking for in that game week correct correct so, so the only yeah. issue with telling him is i don't i think he might actually score that game week as well against yeah. united united defense is not looking good Our defense is not looking good. Van Bissaka generally has the better of Sterling, but he's he had his worst game that I've seen him play for us in a long, long time. And uh, yesterday against uh, uh, mm. in the Champions League as well against Leipzig. Yeah. So I'm not really confident. I I I mean, Angelino took him to the burners. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I had no idea what I had no idea what. Uh, uh, I'm just going to make a little note here, Manav. Uh, This guy really doesn't like Man United. Please mute the next time he comes into the Discord Hangouts. Is that all right? <laughs> Man, if you could join us on the Sunday Supplement, mate. I always talk about United. You can you join us on the Sunday Supplement live on air, mate. <laughs> He's got a beef about United. Man, <laughs> I just want to say thank you very much for joining us. I know you were looking forward to obviously having a good chat with uh, Late Riser this evening. Uh, we'll probably take a couple of questions from the chat. Uh, whilst I think Buna, you were saying that someone else wanted to come in and say hello. Yeah, right. I, yeah. Uh, if you want to bring um, him in, Matt, I'm just migrating everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, later on, we say sorry in advance for this, but we've tried it. Like I said, we've been trying to figure out for the last year what he's on, and you will know as soon as I bring him on what we're on about. Introducing Dre Zira. <laughs> hello, Dre. Hello there. Good afternoon. Good evening. Um. Hello. Uh, yeah. Uh, first and foremost, it's an honor um, uh, for Late Riser to uh, to be here. I'm, I'm honored to be chatting with Late Riser. It's a big honor, and I have two quick questions. My first question is Late Riser, and I'll answer one at a time. My first question is, uh, what do you think of my philosophy that I've had all season? Of which um, now we all know we have free assets um, that we can have max per team, but for me. I've been very, very sad and upset when I have three blanks in one team, and so my philosophy is that I've kept a two players max uh, per team, so that I can have more variety in my team. What do you think to that, late riser? I think that probably makes sense only this season uh, because of what we just we saw what just happened with Newcastle. 
but generally the way I like to play the game, I like those double ups and triple ups because uh, uh, you know teams are good, teams are good, teams are scoring goals, teams are scoring goals. Players are good, players are good. It doesn't matter what team they're playing for as long as they're good FPL assets. So I I don't mind a double up, triple up at all. Like let's say uh, you were thinking about this and you had a Spurs defender only, and you wanted to get one of Sane and Con, Son or Kane for the Saints game, and you were thinking, yeah, I've got this great policy where I'm only getting two players, and then that led to you not getting the other attacker. You got a lot more points if you got both Son and Kane, right? So if the teams are playing well, there's there's no harm in double ups or triple ups in my opinion. Absolutely, that's a very very good answer there, late riser. Thank you for that. And uh, my second question is, uh... <laughs> sorry, Matt. I'm waiting for it because you know it's going to happen. He's so rise. my second question is, uh, late riser, is that so? I'm heavily considering uh, captaining the Sun for the rest of the season because I believe that the Sun has been such an exceptional player. And the greatest player that the Premier League has ever seen from Asia. Now, what do you think to my philosophy? Because I've been captaining him for the seventh game week now. Some people think I'm a mad thing. Some people think I'm a. Some people think I'm a genius, but not r- most. Even my mum don't think I'm a genius. So, what do you think <laughs> to that, late rider? I think you're a genius, and I think you should continue doing it all season. Wow, I need, I never, you know, I now have validation in my life that late riser has called me a genius. Not even Boona would ever call me that. So thank you so much, late riser. You sufficiently really made me so happy, wappy. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Sure. Uh, Dre, as you can, as you know, Dre certainly won't need any Red Bull this evening. That is him high as a kite, and it's going to take something to actually pull him back down. But no, Dre, you're an absolute joy, honestly. Uh, yep. Thank you very much, Dre. Great guy, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Thank you. <laughs> I don't know, Dre, uh... if you're hanging about. You're welcome. No, he's to... gone. Oh, is he away? Oh, right, okay. Dumbai, <laughs> uh, is it Dumbai? Dumbai? Late Riser. Huh? I'm a Mopai owner here. This is from the chat. But oh, brilliant. I... Hi, Mopai owner. How's the season going for you? <laughs> I um, I always laugh when I see your weekly Mopai Mopai tweets. It's honestly one of the, he's just he's just commenting. He's not asking you anything. He's just basically saying it's one of the funniest things on FPL Twitter. Oh, can we not talk about Mopai, please? Buna <laughs> <laughs> was going for him, and and I remember telling him, Buna, this is not your guy. This is not your guy when you. I thought him. he was my Shane Long, bro. Can you blame me? <laughs> he wasn't my Shane Long. I can confirm. <laughs> It's it's all about Danny Wells, Puna. I think uh, come tomorrow, if I'm doing it, I'm letting you know, and then you have to do it as well. <laughs> okay. Tushar, uh, good evening, good afternoon to you in the chat. Late riser, I've got two routes to get to Salah. Take De Bruyne out and then bring him back for West Brom, or take Bruno and DCL out for Salah and Watkins or Wilson. Oh my God. Um, Is okay, that for my uh, I'm not going to sit on the fence here. Uh, I, I think you should... Uh, I think uh, Salah and De Bruyne are tier 1 when it comes to FPL assets. And I feel like Bruno is tier 2. Uh, just because uh, I don't trust United in terms of attack. Uh, so I say take Bruno out and DCL out. Okay. I'm not going to sit on the fence. Wow. 
Wow. I, wow. I also, also, I think I, th- I think De Bruyne might be a better asset this season than he was last season as well. Mm. In terms of, he's taking a lot more shots. I mean, you wouldn't expect uh, De Bruyne to come out of a home game against Fulham with six shots in the box, and that's the most for any Man City attacker. Uh, with uh, Gundogan and Rodri playing alongside him, he, he's playing as a more natural number ten. He's he's become a better asset than he was last season. He definitely has penalties as well. Uh, unless Aguero shows up on the pitch, but yeah, <laughs> Harsh- I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit on, sit on the fence here. No, I think De Bruyne or De Bruyne. Yeah, no, that's the way to be. No fence sitting on this channel if we yeah. can avoid it, and it's and it's a spiky fence at that. So I certainly wouldn't be sitting on it. Uh, Harshal in the chat. Good evening. Good afternoon to you. Good morning. I'm not quite sure where you are. Uh, who is the best James Rodriguez replacement, guys? I've already got Grealish, Salah, KDB, and Bruno. Yeah, how much? How much cash does he have? Well, I think yeah. that's the thing. That's how many questions do you reckon you get a day? Uh, I don't answer them. Too many. We get. I mean, I, I won't get anywhere near the amount of questions you get, but they kind of leave a lot of that vital information out. Who do I get? Well, how much money you got? I'm not telling yeah. you. Well, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but for for Hamas, uh, I don't know mid price. Uh, uh, I'd I'd like to maybe spend a little more and go a little more premium with my pick. Otherwise, okay. Jota is a pick. I don't like Jota. Maybe for the December period. Okay. I don't know how many games he's going to play. Do you see earlier on, late riser? You were saying something about asking us something to do with your team. You were saying, yeah. well, I'll ask you later. Do you want me to bring your team up just now and then you can let us and the chat know kind of your thoughts? Yeah, let's let's get the chat thinking. Cool, on. right. Uh, chat, you will never get this chance again to help Late Riser himself out with a decision that he's got. So let's have a look at your team. So for those that are listening back um, or on audio only, your team that went out last week started off with Martinez and goals, a back a three four three formation with Chilwell, Lamptey, and Ailing in your back three, a midfield four of De Bruyne, Sterling, Burke, and Jota, and then up front Bamford, Werner, and Jesus. So yeah. what's your and thoughts? Just, just to just to make the listeners uh, get an idea of what actually the team is looking like, I have. Uh, target in place of Lamptey at the moment, and I've got Grealish in place of Burke at the moment. So it's a pretty decent looking three four three. My question is, I, I, I need to. I'm hundred percent set on getting more Salah as of now, and I've got a straight up direct route by selling Sterling for more. Okay, and I can do that, or I can sell Jesus and Jota and get in Welbeck and uh, more Salah. That's my thinking. What, what should I do? The other alternate option in the situation is is I lose Sterling for more this week and then I can do Jesus and Jota to uh, Sterling and well bet next week if I want to because Jota at Fulham is a good fixture as well. Mm. Is that for a minus four, the two transfers or for three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's for minus four but the, the thinking is I, I see... Uh, it was frustrating to watch uh, Jesus play the previous game. He was yeah. dropping in a lot. And I'm convinced that Sterling is the better option when it comes to Jesus. And yeah. I have got this feeling that Sterling is a confidence player. He's a streaky guy. Uh, that's one of the reasons why just selling Sterling straight up isn't sitting right with me. But it's the right thing to do on paper. That's why I'm sort of conflicted. 
So you have KDB as well, did you say? Yeah, I have KDB. I'm not. So you would have KD. So you would have KDB, uh, Sterling, and Salah in that midfield. I, I personally, you know me, I I much prefer that minus four route just because of the players you're taking out, especially yeah. now with Aguero back in the loop. I'm not saying he's going to return to the starting eleven straight away, but he's got a chance at some point. And Sterling got a nice rest midweek as well. I personally would go for that option. I. Before you jump in, Matt, uh, I would go the same road. One because one <laughs> one because as Potato Man in the chat says, Welbeck has got attacking returns four out of the last six matches, uh, and for five point five million, are you really going to grumble at that? But that then gives you that midfield of De Bruyne, Sterling, uh, and Salah there, which I know even yourself earlier on in the pod was saying. That De, having De Bruyne and Sterling, I think, is a differential in itself because not a lot of people will have them both eh, from a City perspective. Um, Matt, what are you thinking? Well, it's not very. It's very rare that we all agree, but I actually agree. Do the minus four. But but do you guys think it, it might be a better option to do the minus four next week? Because I'm expecting Jota to play ninety against Fulham, and I'm expecting him to sit. Uh, Against Spurs, that's just pure guesstimation. So I could probably give Jota this Fulham game, okay. and then get Sterling in place of Jota for the next. Doing the same move, but just postponing. But just, doing it, just doing it a week. I mean, that's the other thing. And like what we were talking about, I'm a I'm a United fan as well for my sins. Yeah. And I don't. Well, listen. If I was City, I'd be attacking our defence. The state it's in at the yeah. moment. So yeah, you make a, a valid point that having like the triple there and De Bruyne, Sterling, and Jesus. It probably makes actual sense this game week, um, you know, even though it is Man United. It's just one of those things. United are a funny team this season. Some weeks they turn up and play fine. Other weeks they just don't turn up at all. Um, the only thing I would say, LR, is that you've said that you're 100% you know, set on getting Salah in this week, so... That yeah. Quite so, so, no, so the move that I postpone next week, I I, I do Raz to uh, oh, Salah. So you would do okay. Ah, yeah. Right, yeah. And yeah. would you bring Raz back in then for West Brom? Yeah, yeah, that's the thinking. That's yeah, the I thinking. Th- yeah, I, I think that works as well, like a little hokey pokey with Sterling and Salah. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, if if I get the feeling that Raz is in, let's say Maris is sitting the United game. I can instead of Raz get Maris next week. That's the thinking. But I know Raz is on the verge of a streak. That's the feeling that I have, and I don't like betting I against agree. him. Mm. Against I want him back in for West Brom as well. Personally, I got rid of him this week for Salah, very early on in you know like on Sunday or something. Um, yeah. It's a difficult one. However, how much do you look into history? How much? Um, yeah, how much do you kind of rely on history and look into it and kind of use that as a you know someone X has got good history against Y. Does that come into your decision making? Because I'm not sure how good Sterling's history is against United. I don't think it's too good. Yeah, I don't think it's too good either. But I think uh, the situation is slightly different in terms of the form Sterling is in and the form Van Bissaka is in playing for us. Normally, Van Bissaka has Sterling in the pocket, but I'm not feeling confident after his performance. Yeah, I think that's, okay. that has to affect his uh, confidence. I think it's also the centre of the, the Man United defence as well. I mean, let's be, yeah. on, let's be honest, if I was a midfielder in United's defence and somehow the ball ended up behind me, I'd be shitting, yeah. my, I'd be shitting myself. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you're, if, you're come, if you're piling on pressure in that Man United's defence, you've, you've got to be loving life. 
Um, no, really good, really good decisions. I, I don't know if we've pickled your brain any or made life a bit easier for you there. I don't know. I'll, just, I'll just see how I feel once I see Pep and Klopp's presser and see, see mm-hmm. what I yeah, we'll feel see, like doing after that. We'll see what Julian says, Matt, shall we? Yeah, Julian Klopp. We'll see what he says, got to say. I don't so, know if you want to wrap the stream up, because obviously it's very late. Yeah, so I was just about to say that. Um, I take it there's no one else in the studio waiting to come in or anything like that? <laughs> there were two people. In fact, there's now three. Right, so I don't know. Uh, late Riser, is it okay if you if we take a couple? If there's three there and they're quick, then we can maybe get all three in. Uh, yeah. Possibly a couple I think of Runner was in there first, so I'll bring Runner in. Runner, if you're yeah. listening, I'm going to bring you live on air now. If you can hear us, Runner, are you there? Stream anywhere, man. It's like getting really late. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds, Runner. I'll see if I can turn you up a little bit as well, uh, just for the benefit of the chat. But no, welcome, Runner, into the studio. You have the main man himself sat right next to you. What, what do you want to ask the man? Uh, hi everyone, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, hello Buna, Lama and uh, hello Laterizer. I'm, hey, I'm actually from India myself and I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I've, I've loved watching all your content, also your articles on Scout. Nice, cheers. Just, just, just a huge fan. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here. So I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, which, is something, which is something a bit more uh, unique to myself. Uh, so ever since I've I've started playing the game around six or seven years ago, I've actually done pretty all right. Uh, I've na- I don't think I've finished outside the hundred k in any of those seasons, but I've but at the nice. same time I've I've never finished inside the ten k either. So what I wanted to ask you today is for somebody who finds uh, themselves in that sort of a unique position, why you always think you're you're above average but not quite up there. What kind of Advice would you give somebody like that who's trying to break into the 10k consistently but just keeps falling short every time? Brilliant question, Rana. Brilliant question. Uh, first up, I'd say get a little lucky, genuinely, because uh, it's only getting the field is only getting uh, tougher and tougher year on year with the way in which FPL is growing. And uh, I sort of agree with uh, somebody who've been chatting FPL with from the FFS boss back in the day, Epic Fail. He always told me that he feels like getting into the top. 50 odd K is a skill determined and then beyond that how far you go depends on a lot of luck in terms of you hitting some big halls and all of that. I'd say just play the way you're playing uh, and then you'll find your way into the top 10k pretty soon. I, I wouldn't change too much. The fact that you've not slipped out of the top 100k in the last 5 or 6 seasons shows that you're a good manager. I don't have any advice to give you. You're doing well. Brilliant. All right. Uh, what what are you looking to do with him? Would you sell him if you have if you have one million tied up on him? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, don't uh, hold on to him because you have value attached. Hold on to him if you think he's going to continue scoring points. Now that depends on whether you think he's going to continue scoring points. Like, do you, if you don't have a Bamford, uh, do you? Sell him for a Bamford, and do you think that one and a half million odd allows you for a decent enough upgrade in midfield or defense? If if you think that move is justified, do it. Don't do it because you have value attached to the person. The the problem I I seem to be having this season is I always seem to have money left over in the bank, and I'm trying to uh, sort of play it like how you 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 were saying how Zofar plays. He just, he doesn't make too many bad moves at any any given time. So my strategy this season. 
has sort of been more about not taking out the wrong players rather than just bringing in the right ones mm-hmm. if you know Correct. what i mean yeah yeah so uh, like you were saying like if you have somebody like son or jota in midfield you, like you say you might want to use the cash for a midfield upgrade but what if you don't want to remove the players you already have what would you then do hold on to dcl hold on to tcl uh, i mean they won playing really well against burnley but uh, dcl still got two big chances and that's the way uh, everton are set up to play in terms of giving dcl two chances to poke the ball from his toe in the 5 6 yard box and that's how that's going to continue so unless and until you spot a player that's a better upgrade or uh, you find a way to use the cash uh, hold on to him ravian Are you jumping in the, the next person? Sorry. Uh, who else have we got in? Uh, we've we've, oh, got we've got someone called Fat Mac. Yeah, okay, okay. I think he's the only the, the last one there. <laughs> uh, so we'll get him in and then yep. we'll wrap things up. Fat Mac, how are you doing? I'm great, guys. Uh, great to be here. It's a pleasure among all the legends, obviously. Uh, <laughs> and uh, actually it's a great pleasure and i'm a big fan of late riser actually uh, so i actually i'm very confused at the moment but cheers yeah, Anshul, cheers, about... just think like we're having a beer and we're having a chat it's all good yeah uh, so i just wanted to ask uh, so many uh, premium assets are performing so well this season so uh, what is the main way to get the best premium asset at the uh, best time or maybe at a certain point of time it is is it just fixtures or is anything else also uh, which you have a look at or uh, i i don't know genuinely i don't know what the answer to that question is because if i did know I, i wouldn't be sitting at 3 million right now i actually just wrote wrote an article this week and uh, there's something i need to correct in terms of my thinking uh, because you know until last season uh, i've always uh, focused on targeting the teams that are capable of scoring four or five goals i'm not really sure that matters if uh, the spurs attackers are as talismanic as they are so if they're scoring even one goal or two goals you'd say that 90% chances are that son and kane are going to be involved so even if city or liverpool are scoring and more attackers are being involved in the goals and they're scoring more goals than spurs is it really uh, going to matter because you're betting against a spurs team uh, and you're betting against spurs to blank because if spurs are going to score these two are going to be involved so I, i i don't know at the moment but i don't think this situation is going to persist for too long at the moment it's sort of a stalemate where uh, no attacker is uh, no premium bigeter is seeming like a much better option compared to another premium bigeter but i think that will change soon enough also one more question is uh, are robertson and trent uh, still Robertson and Trent, or can Chilwell and Reese James give them a uh, run for their money? They can give them a run for their money because uh, Robertson and Trent are playing without Van Dijk at the moment. 
that said chelsea fixtures don't look very uh, as clean sheet friendly as liverpool fixtures do in the near future uh, so there's nothing wrong with uh, these james and chilwell or even zuma at the moment because they're going to offer bang for buck in terms of the value they're offering but uh, i feel like you can add a 7 million defender to that bracket just because if if your team structure can afford it liverpool fixtures look good for a defender hmm. great you. great thank you thank you for the advice cheers 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 no problem fat mac um and as i was saying don't be a stranger mate you know the doors are always open so feel free to come in at any point and have a blether with us a chat with us uh really really sorry to those in the chat um if we didn't get round to your questions um first and foremost obviously we appreciate late riser joining us this evening which is really late evening uh, over, over the other <laughs> side of the water so to speak um and we appreciate the amount of questions that were coming in so for those in the chat i just want to apologize if we never got to your question but obviously just to say thank you very much for joining this evening uh, mr late riser yourself as i said before an absolute honor having you on the cast and you as well Please don't be a stranger either. You know that you're welcome here at any time. Uh, we'd be yeah. more than happy to have you. But for those that are in the chat that for some bizarre reason don't know where to find you, this is your opportunity. Go and plug yourself. Let people know where to find you uh, or what you're getting up to and get them involved. Just, just, just follow me on Twitter at LateRiser12. I post all my content on there, so you will be notified of everything else that I'm doing. And while you're at it, I'll, it'd be helpful if you guys could just go to YouTube, search for the FPL Wire, and subscribe to our podcast as well. Exactly. Nice. No. Also, also, I just want to say that this is genuinely the most fun that I've had uh, behind the mic in a long, long time. <laughs> uh, so, so, so if you guys will have me, we're going to do this once again in the second half of the season. Oh, Let's for sure. And oh, I'm, 100%. And I'm pretty yeah. sure the chat would back you up with that one as well. Uh, and it wouldn't be a problem, you know that, you know, just to hook us up. Uh, and, we'll and, I'm, and I'm sure, I'm sure mm. all your followers from India will be keen to see how close you get to that number one position again. <laughs> yeah. I genuinely don't think it's happening this season. I hey, never say never, eh? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Buna, do you want... So, obviously, how do you... You know, the guests that we're having on these days are just blows my mind. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if you want to tell Late Riser and the rest of the chat, who's popping in next week to see us? And there will actually probably be a slight change in time, um, which is a bit of a pity, but it is what it is. We can only... I think I think I think late riser can tell the chat who's going to be joining us next week and the pedigree of the person joining us next week. Hey, late riser. So this guy that is joining uh, the chat next week is uh, somebody who we spoke to this week, and he was an absolute gentleman, great guy to talk to. He's had uh, he's one of the most helpful people in the Twitter community at the moment. He does uh, goal scorer odds and clean sheets odds just for his followers week on week. It's not easy work. We've got FPL Sala, Abdul, also known as FPL Sala, coming in on the chat next season. He's also a pretty good FPL manager. Uh, he's finished in the top 1K four times. So, yeah, great guy. I'll be tuning in. Perfect. Thank you Thank very you much so for much. that. But, yeah, as Late Riser just said, you heard it right. Just keep involved with uh, Buna and I on Twitter because, as I say, there might be a slight difference in time. But if you're following Buna and I on Twitter, you'll know when it's going live. But, yep. FPL Salah is joining us next week in the studio. So it'll be Thursday, the time, as I say, 
might be slightly different. So from myself, uh, I just want to say thank you very much again for those in the chat, liking, subscribing, commenting, etc. like that. It's greatly appreciated. And if you've enjoyed it, this is the kind of stuff we get up to. It's uh, We get creators on, we get people from Twitter on, just to kind of get to get to pick their FPL brains on what they get up to on a week-to-week -week basis and just enjoy the game that we all love playing. So like 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 what we've just had in the chat there uh listen the subscriptions are much appreciated these are absolute gems you are the vips of that fpl lounge matt buna what do you want to say what buna? can we say what can we say <laughs> I, I don't really know what to say uh, i don't really know what to say i think uh that was one of my favorite streams we've done so far no yeah. offense to anyone else that has joined us in the past all of the streams have been brilliant but just simply due to the fact that Late Rider is one of my inspirations and someone that I mould my own game around, it's been an honour. And like you said, we'd absolutely chomp at the bit to have you back on again in the second half of the season, Late Rider. So a massive thank you from Cheers. all of us. Cheers. And thank you to everyone else that has joined us in the live chat. Everyone that has kind of given us questions for, you know, discussion areas and discussion topics. And um, yeah, what more is there to say? Hit that like button and subscribe if you've not ha if you've not done so already. And um, I wish you all the best for game week twelve. Do I heck? I hope you get red arrows, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> yeah, hit the like, subscribe. Uh, obviously, after this, you'll probably hear us in the hangout chats. That's another thing of Discord. That if you're new to Discord. We all go out in the, in the hangout chats and we just blether and chat absolute shit, take the piss out of each other. So you'll see the mods and you'll see a lot of people in the chat there. You'll see myself, Llama and Boona there on a daily basis. And hopefully, we'll, Late Riser might be in there one day. Who knows? We don't know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm, on the Discord. I'm on the Discord right now. I don't think I'll leave. It's all good. Oh, super sad. <laughs> Thank you very much Brilliant. for that. You heard it here first. Listen, at the end of the day, folks, take really good care of yourselves. Uh, Matt will be back with Matt's show and myself on Sunday as we go through the newspapers and see what headlines are getting made and does it affect us in FPL. Love to see you all again. Take good care of yourselves and thanks very much again. Thank you, Late Riser. Catch you all soon. Bye bye.